Hey everyone, welcome back to BAM, That's God's Word podcast. Today we're going to be reading Galatians 4. So we want you to go ahead and grab your Bibles. Um, you can either read now or you can just wait till later and read this. But we definitely definitely recommend reading Galatians 4 on your own. So jumping right into this episode, the first section of Galatians 4. One is called Sons and Heirs, and this is verses one through seven. So, in the first couple verses of this section, it talks, it kind of talks about um, heirs and like children and slaves and inheritance. Um, And for some context, inheritance back then was like everything for a person to find like who they were, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, Some context for verses one through three. In my Bible, it has a note that says, When a son is too young to receive his inheritance, he has no more status than a slave. This was the situation of Paul and his fellow Israelites under the Old Covenant. So here in verses 1 through 3, we can see, specifically in 1, it says, I mean that the heir, as long as he is a child, is no different from a slave, though he, is, he, though he isn't the owner of everything. So just saying that they are still a slave, even though they are a child, and that um, with what the note said, that a son is too young to receive his his inheritance when he is a child. And moving on to verse 4, it says, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son. Like, when the timing was perfect. Mm -hmm. God's timing, like, it was just when God needed and wanted to send his son. That's when Jesus came. And that's when it later says in the verse 5, to redeem those who are under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. Yeah. Right? We believe in Christ. We become his children uh, through adoption into his family. Yeah. And like we talked about last time, how Jesus was like the eternal sacrifice and was a sacrifice for every sin. This is another example of when God sent Jesus, um, he redeemed those who sinned and who were under the law because of their sin yeah we can also just basically infer that um with this part that he's telling that paul is telling the galatians this so that they can actually realize they don't need to follow the old law but instead realize that god has had a plan and sent jesus so they can actually like what we talked about last time not have to be saved by the law but actually by faith Mm -hmm. yeah another thing that was emphasized um in verse six and seven it says like we were slaves to sin now Mm. we're now that makes us sons through christ and as sons we're now heirs through god yeah and so that's really cool yeah and Mm -hmm. being heirs through god like because we are heirs we get to be with him in heaven we get to like when we die we get to be with god like we talked about last time for all of eternity we can't even fathom that because of how unknown it is Mm -hmm. yeah also another point would be in verse five which says to redeem those who are under the law so that me so that we might receive adoption as sons like Addie was talking about before with adoptions as son um because we are heirs like and because we are adopted by accepting christ as our savior we get to receive the kingdom of heaven, which yeah. is yeah. such a great gift. And because of our faith, we now we no longer are waiting for the inheritance. Yeah. 
Yeah. And just going, like, thinking from a slave all the way to an heir to the greatest, most glorious kingdom ever. Mm. Like, that's just a huge jump. And Christ paid. He fulfilled all of that so that we could have or be an heir. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, with Jesus coming, that Mm. huge transformation, all because of his death for us and what he did for us on the cross. Yeah. I want you guys to, like, actually pause this and, like, think about that. Like, what it means to be, like, an heir to God and, like, that we get to spend all of eternity with him. Like, not only are you a son or a daughter of God, but you are an heir to his kingdom and to everything that he has for you. So, moving right along, we see in this next section, which is titled, Paul's Concern for the Galatians, Um, verse nine really stuck out to me, which says, but now that you have come to know God, or rather to be known by God, I really like the specific first part of that. There's more to come after that, which is also really good. But this part just shows that we can have a personal relationship with God, that he's not necessarily, he is still above us, but we can still have a deep, in-depth relationship from both sides because God knows us and we can know God. And that also comes with being justified and being made right with God because um, also with Jesus coming that we now can have that kind of relationship with God. And it's not like how things were in the Old Testament, but yeah, yeah, it's very different now. He's He's like distant in his glory. Because he's just so more, so much more glorious than us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, yet he's close in relationship yeah. with us and our faith and his faithfulness. There's just so many parts to God, and it's so amazing. Yeah. Like here, like we can just tell that like he can be like a friend to us, which is yeah. so great because God should be like a friend to us that we can go and talk to him about our problems or different things because he should be where we lay our head down to sleep, where we find rest, where we find peace and comfort and all these things, because God is so great. As we talked about a little bit before this in the previous section, as well as um, Galatians 3, like God is so amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And in the end of verse nine, it, Paul is talking to the Galatians of asking them how they can turn back to the things that they believed before and the principles of the world mm. after being in Christ. And yeah. like, he's like, how in the world could you, after being like, like in an in-depth relationship with Christ, like go back to worldly ways and just mm-hmm. simply like in a finger snap, like believe something else by just one person coming in, like telling them something other that they need to specifically hear fall the law to be saved instead of believing in Christ and believing in your faith to be saved. And it's, this is at the end. So we'll go back to the middle stuff, but it relates to what we're talking about. In verse 19, it says my little children for whom I am again in the anguish of childbirth until Christ is formed in you. Like Paul is waiting for them to just come Mm -hmm. back to Christ. And it's so painful to see them like act has how they act believe what they believe like sin should cause us grief and we should yeah. be like sad at our mm-hmm. sin yeah but there's Paul still certainly continuing. is for the galatians and he's like i'm in so much pain waiting for you to just come to christ because mm. in christ you just have so much peace and yeah. healing mm. and the elementary principles of the world that are mentioned there are the old testament laws mm-hmm. and that kind of goes into verse 10 which talks about how they're observing days and months and seasons and years. And that had to do with 
the Old Testament law and all the different like festivals and sacrifices and everything that had to be done then. Mm. And all those things don't allow you to have a personal relationship with God. Yeah. Um, moving along, this next session, section, verses 12 through 20, we can see a lot of like eyes because Paul, out of a lot of this letter, is actually like giving and talking from his point of view yeah. to the Galatians and saying like, I, 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 which is important because then like the Galatians can connect with him more. Mm -hmm. But I think I want to give some context with verse 12 because it kind of is a little confusing which says, brothers, I entreat you because as I am, for I also have become as you are. You did me no wrong. And it goes along for the rest of the part. But here in my Bible, it says, as I am. Paul is free from following the Mosaic ceremonial regulations. He lives by faith in Christ, as you are. Paul had become like the Gentiles by not living under the Jewish law when ministering to them. Um, he, yeah, he, I think whenever he says I and me and all those pronouns about himself so many times is because he's really expressing how he felt about them mm -hmm. and just the importance of why they need to stop doing mm -hmm. what they're doing. Yeah. And in verse 14, something stuck out to me at the end. It says, but receive me as an angel of God, as Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, so like, I think this just stuck out like receiving to me, um, and as in Paul's condition, was a little different. But, like, for us, like, just receiving people as Christ would. Yeah. Like, with open arms mm -hmm. and receiving people as, like, valuable. Yeah. Like, right? As an angel of God, as Christ Jesus. Yeah, I think, like, also here it's talking about how Paul is saying that, like, how Christ Jesus is in him. And, like, how yeah. all of us, because if we accept Christ into our heart, we have the Holy Spirit in us. We have in day-to-day -day lives um in our day-to-day -day lives we have christ jesus in us through the holy spirit so christ talking through paul was talking to the galatians about this specific topic also in verse 18 it says it is always good to be made much of for a good purpose and not only when i am present with you so he's saying paul is saying to the galatians like you're made for good like you're made to go out do good things, share the word, and um, not only when I'm present with you, right? We can we can be ambassadors for Christ. We can be mm. followers and lights for him any time. It doesn't mm. have to be with other believers, and it certainly can be. Mm. But, like, we need to be living for Christ all the time for good. Mm. Yeah, verse 20 is one that stood out to me, which says, I wish I could be present with you now and change my tone, for I am perplexed about you. So as we know, Paul is writing this as a letter to the Galatians. So he's not there, so they can't hear his tone of voice. Mm. And he's saying that he wants them to because he is perplexed about what is going on. He is mm. confused. He is burdened with it. He wants them to know how he feels about it, mm. which is kind of hard to express through a letter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, those were all really good key points. And I think, like we said this at the beginning, definitely recommend going through this and reading it on your own because it can be a little complicated. And that's okay because sometimes the word is a little bit complicated. But moving along for the next section, it is example of Hagar and Sarah. So I think this section 
it's a little long and a little confusing, but I think mainly it's talking about it's using Paul's using these two women, mm. Hagar, Hagar and Sarah, because um, the title is Example of Hagar and Sarah, to demonstrate that we're no longer children in slavery, but mm. children in freedom. Yeah. Yeah, it says um, in my Bible, it says, Paul again emphasizes the difference between being a free child of God and being a slave to the law, sin, and false gods. Abraham's son, Ishmael, technically the firstborn, represents the slave sons of Abraham and thus the enslaving Sino covenant. Isaac represents the free sons of Abraham. Yeah. And I think also another example and point to use in this is that we should not be seeking approval mm. for our works. Yeah. yeah. I think, though, going back to what you said, Addie, with or with it, what it says in my note, it says, being a slave to the law, sin, and false gods. Mm-hmm. We don't have to be a slave to false gods, yeah. sin, or Satan even. We don't have mm-hmm. to let him control us. We, we can, have that choice for Christ. Yeah, we have the choice to follow Christ and like following Christ and that choice to follow him is like the best choice that you could ever do. I really like if you're not a follower of Christ and you're listening to this or you're not in depth and you feel like you need to reassure your faith in Christ. I want you to take a moment and pause. I want you to pause and think about what it actually means to be a follower of Christ in like how you want to spend your life for the rest of your life. Not following what the world thinks of sin, what Satan's trying to deceive you and trick you with, but actually like the true, good, and righteous God. As we've seen in the past couple of episodes, we've seen how great God is in Galatians chapter 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you may be wondering what's the difference between slave and freedom. Slave is like living in the flesh, living in the world, yeah. Your your desires only, um, sinful desires. And doing what the world wants you to yeah. do. But being free is being like living like children of the promise. And that promise be- brings many wonderful blessings. You're living for Christ, which is the greatest thing you could ever live for, ever. Mm. Um, so that's the difference a little bit about being slave or being free. Mm. Mm-hmm. And we have to rejoice and be glad in that freedom because that's a gift, right? Christ is a gift. Mm. And it mentions rejoicing in this. And I think that stuck out to me just as a reminder to rejoice, be thankful. Yeah. I think it's, this section is a little bit tricky, and I definitely recommend reading it on your own. So that concludes our podcast on Galatians 4. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you tuning in. Make sure you come back next week for Galatians 5. And Galatians 5 next week, that means we only have one more episode of Galatians, and then we will be moving on to Ephesians. So we really hope you can stay and enjoy that because these four books of the Bible are really in-depth, and that's really why we chose them. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, we want you to go back and read Galatians chapter 4 because at points it was some what confusing but we really want you to actually fully understand it and not just listen to us talking about it but like read it on your own Mm -hmm. um we want you guys to feel free to reach out to us um communicate with us yeah Yeah. i love hearing from you guys yeah like on our instagram you can dm us or at our email which is bampodcast at gmail.com bampodcast08 at gmail.com yeah 
Yep. So feel free to just share about what you thought about this podcast so far, thoughts, comments, prayer requests too. We would love to pray for you guys. Yeah. It can be as anonymously or public. Um, we just want to pray for you guys and see how you guys are doing. But yeah. Yeah, we all love that. Thanks for listening. And that's it. Bam! Bam.